Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Hey guys, Rosie here. I just want to say I am so grateful that you're listening. We are just getting a massive amount of response on this podcast, and I am so grateful that you're a part of this radically loved community, that you're enjoying the content and that you're enjoying all the guests and that you're still here and you're still working on yourself and your journey and your path. And I pray that you've received some tools listening to the guests or listening to any of my ideas or topics on meditation or yoga and how these tools can help you create a life of purpose to continue to help us give you the best content, you can subscribe to this podcast. And most of the time, you can just do it from your phone, from iTunes. Click subscribe and write a review. This really helps us continue this path and this journey. And we love doing it so much. And again, I'm so grateful that you're here. Let us know what you thought. Thanks for listening. Elizabeth Lane is your trusted advisor to put literary sophistication right into the palm of your hands. This incredible woman created Quarter Lane, which is a luxury box filled with select literary gems and art that's delivered to book lovers everywhere on a quarterly basis. The fact that she was able to combine two of her life's passions, which is curation and books, and create this beautiful gift that you can get every quarter is awesome. When I got my quarter lane box, I was so excited. And then when I got to talk to Elizabeth, I was even more excited. I literally didn't want to stop hearing about her, her passion, her journey, and just everything that she's doing. I think reading is such a lost art and we're so attached to our technology and to phones and to reading things on iPads. I know I'm guilty of this too, but whatever happened to us being able to sit around with our loved ones or just sit on the couch and grab a really incredible story a book that we can hold and touch and read and be excited about picking up i really feel that she is revolutionizing our ritual of reading and we talked all about that i can't wait for you to listen and to hear your thoughts Oh, I'm so uh, Elizabeth Lane, everyone. Uh, welcome. Thank you so much for being uh, on the show. I, I can't wait to share what you're doing with our audience because I've literally been like just uh, just holding it in because I think that <laughs> the quarterly spring boxes are, are so amazing. But I know that you have like a full uh, background in in books and I'll, I'll let you tell the audience a little bit more about you and, and what you're doing. But uh, I have been really looking forward to talking to you, and I'm so excited that you're here. So thank you so much for being on the show. Oh my gosh, Rosie, thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled and honored to be um, on the show with you. And um, as I mentioned, I've 
listen to your podcast and it keeps me company on my runs and oh. um, back and forth in the car. So it's an honor. Um, thank you so much. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. So uh, for the people that uh, that don't know you or what you're doing, just uh, if you could tell our uh, our listeners just a little bit about yourself and what you're excited to share with us today. Absolutely. So um, my name is Elizabeth Lane, and uh, I started a business called Quarter Lane um, a little over a year ago. I am um, a bookstore buyer, so a book buyer at an independent bookstore um, in our small town. We live um, in a seaside town in uh, coastal Massachusetts, and so we're very, very sleepy during the winter. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, you know, uh, like over a year ago, I was sitting at my desk and just seeing all of these beautiful hardcovers sitting there. And it was the hardcover at first in particular, where I just thought, how do I get these stories into people's hands? Um, and originally thinking, how might I specifically get these stories into our customers' hands and then just draw from there. And so kind of in a flash, the idea for Quarter Lane was born. Um, and I, my background um, is in contemporary art, actually, um, just kind of behind the scenes working in museums and um, galleries. And so I love beauty and I love, I love beautiful things and I love opening beautiful packages. And I just wanted to basically create um, a gift that someone would open and feel delighted and loved and special oh. and happy and have that have books inside. Um, because I, I feel so often books haven't been elevated to that oh, luxury yes. level and that's and there isn't there really for me isn't a bit bigger luxury than that time spent mm -hmm. with a story and new characters and having that you know having having the freedom and sense of escape you find in a book and even finding those five minutes in a day where you can take that time for yourself whether yeah. it's um in the car like waiting if you have 10 minutes in the car or in the bath or wherever that is yeah. Um, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so great to be, I mean, side note, you have like my dream job because if I wasn't doing what I'm doing, like, I love you. You have my dream job. I, well, maybe we could switch. Maybe we'll do, what's that, what's that one movie where they switched, <laughs> they switched lives? Yes. I can't remember what it's called, but if the, the those are, the yeah. yes. Oh, well, you could just, uh, that would be just amazing. I, I love books so much. Ever since I was little, it was always an escape for me. You know, it, it didn't matter. It literally didn't matter what kind of book it was. I think I remember one time, like, picking up a book, it was about botany. Like, I had no idea what any of the, you know, scientific terms for certain, you know, botanical flowers were, and I just didn't, I mean, now I look back and I'm like, wow, that was really cool that I, that I even did that. I just love books so much. I love to read and I, I do love, I don't now a, anymore the last couple of years, I've not had the luxury to pleasure read a novel. And when I got your box, it was Probably the first time in, I'd say, maybe six years that I've read 
a novel. Like that was a, just a, full of characters and uh, it just took me back to that feeling. I think exactly what you're trying to uh, give to, to people with this gift is that feeling of like, you know, you're sitting, you're cozy and it's something very beautiful and it came with this beautiful bag and I'm reading this beautiful story and I'm totally just in, involved in the present moment. And I think that in yeah. itself is such a huge gift. And I feel like so much of that art has been lost with distractions like technology and, you know, not having actual like books that we hold and read and, and, you know, we don't go to libraries that much anymore. And when yeah. we, you know, everything's just like Amazon prime, like I'll just order it, you know, um, which I like the convenience, obviously, of getting this beautiful curated gift brought to me. I mean, of course, that's amazing, but it's still something that I get to hold and it's something tangible and it's something thought out and, and it's a very mindful gift, you know. So I I was obsessed the minute I got it and I'm like, well, what is it? I was like researching and then I found you and like what you're doing and what your job was before. And I'm like, I literally that's my dream job. How do I get it? Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. And, you know, I I feel the same way in that there were several years um, where life was just busy. Mm -hmm. And so I've always loved I mean, I've always loved to read and I've always loved, um, you know, quiet, quiet nights at home. I tend mm -hmm. to be um, introverted. <laughs> so, so those are my favorite. But, but there, were, there were several years, just like you're saying, where I didn't pick up a novel. And I, and yeah. I read books, like a lot of nonfiction or a lot yeah. of, I went through, um, a, it felt like a several year long um, like the self de oh, development, yeah. self help books, yep. which I still love. Like yes. I have such a heart for them. I mean, <laughs> oh. um, and, and then I picked up, and then I just started reading novels again because I think for that phase I'd maxed out. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I just don't even know what way to turn. And I've read so many like self help books, but um, started reading novels, and just I found that you know walking around inside another character or learning another perspective um it it was almost and, and this is an exaggeration but it almost felt like a meditation to me mm -hmm. and a way to really learn more about certain aspects of myself and certain you know character aspects or or you know how how I um truly feel about something just introduced these these different facets yeah. um which I it, it's um, it's been an interesting road and I just love it and so I hope I hope um, even if even if someone just brings in like one one novel every quarter <laughs> um, that would be great alongside all of the other reading we have to do and the emails and the work right and, yeah. yeah well I think that that's kind of the thing that maybe keeps people away from the pleasure see to me it's such a it's a luxury like to me I, I think when people are reading novels I'm like oh that's a real luxury that to me is like you're reading a novel right now like that you know because I ha I'm in that world you know reading yoga books or self-development yeah. and especially you know having these incredible authors on this show you know so I and I read the books like I read them from front yeah. to back you know and and I, and I love it. Obviously, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't love it. But I miss that. Like having it when I miss having 
the the luxury of being in another character's shoes and just being enveloped in story and you know like just not like watching a movie it's like you utilizing some utilizing your your mind your brain your 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 senses to envelop yourself in in a story it does something to you right it really does put you in a meditative state i totally agree with you i totally agree yeah yeah, and like when when you find those books where you finish them and you feel kind of disoriented, you're like, wait a second, what what world am I in? <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Well, right now I'm reading Pachinko. Uh, I'm almost done with it. Uh, Pachinko by uh, a yeah. by Min yeah. Lee. Yeah, but by Min Ji Jin Lee, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like in it. I mean. That and of course, it's like I'm like, which one of these? I got that, The Futures uh, by Anna uh, Petoniak and mm-hmm. Exit West. Yeah. Um, so I and I'm the worst too when it comes to stuff like that because then I get into it and I'm like, well, I want to read all three. So maybe if I read the first chapters and all of and it's like, just stop. You know, I have to like pace myself then because I get really excited. But yeah, so I'm almost done with it. But I, I just and I love it so much. And it just reminds me how much I, I love to, to be in that space. So obviously, we can talk about these books forever. Uh, what I'd really like to, <laughs> to talk to yes. you about uh, is how you how you got into this. Like, how did you get into becoming a, a curator, a purveyor of books? I think I read on your website, oh. yeah, which I loved. <laughs> how did you how did that happen? Um, um, as I'd mentioned, my, my first love, um, is art. Um, I was an art history major in college and had worked in, uh, galleries and museums and other nonprofit spaces. Um, and my husband and I moved from downtown Chicago with our, with our kids, literally to the end of the road in New England. Um, and there is like a little village store in town, which I, it, it feels like it's from a movie, really. It's just the anchor in the town. And so I was spending a ton of time there already um, and thinking about next steps. And then uh, the this uh, book buyer position opened up. And I I hopped on it and, and really... Um, Quarter Lane grew from there shortly thereafter. Um, I feel like, you know, it's one of those situations where people always say, or one of, you know, life sayings, is life makes sense when you look at it backwards. Um, wow. And, and this is like a, a career path that I wouldn't have predicted, but it feels exactly right. And it feels, you know, really right for me to, like, to my bones and to my soul. Um, and I, and I, uh, it kind of ties in everything I love. It ties in building community, um, bringing people together through, through, uh, positive means. I mean, I feel like I could be describing your, your podcast. I know. That's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and you do it really well. Oh. Um, so basically, I'm trying to do what you're doing <laughs> uh, through books. But um, but I, I I find such I'd found such um, such like a profound sense of calm and peace just just taking uh, small moments for myself, um, which I think we all have a hard time doing. And time can really 
escape us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but those moments are available. And I, I guess, um, my, my self development course, um, <laughs> rather than yoga was through books. So, so that's really how, um, how it was born. Um, just kind of a, a love to build community and bring people together and help people celebrate, um, celebrate quiet moments. Yeah, and, quiet um, moments. and then also just loving like the beauty and the physicality of holding a book. Oh yeah. So I want to talk to you about that because, you know, I, I, when the whole, uh, Kindle and, you know, like the iPad and, and all that's, I, I'm like dating myself. I'm like when the iPad came out, I know. um, but you know, when, when these things came out, I, I had such a aversion to it. Cause I'm like, I am not putting any of my yoga books on. I'm not putting any books on here because I need to have the books and I need to hold them. And it's just different. And, and then I started to travel a lot and my bag started to get real heavy and I was like, okay, I guess I, I see the value in, in doing that. But it's just, it to me personally, my opinion, it's not the same. Having a moment like the one you're describing, like what you're bringing is different than I have to read this or there's a couple, of, I need to read this chapter or I'm on the airplane and I need to read whatever it is that I'm doing. That moment, that ritual of having the tangible book in my hand and smelling the pages and it's it's different than, than having the digital format. So I'm curious as to what you feel about it. Yeah. You know, I, I feel really very similarly to you where I think, I think there's a time and a place for every mode of reading. Like I have, you know, my iPad and I use iBooks for the plane Mm -hmm. for, you know, for those times when you can't lug around books. Um, I also am a huge fan of audiobooks and I listen to audiobooks on my runs or in the car. Um, and, and then I, uh, to, um, forever support our libraries and, mm-hmm. and really get in the door there. Cause that, I mean, talk about like the original sense of community around books. Like there, exactly. there just is no better place or, really anchor for um, a town or community. So I love that. And, and I, and, and that being said, you know, I, I grew up, you know, reading in the back every night, like ever since I, as long as I can remember and just reading before bed. And I feel yeah. that in these certain, in these many hours we have in the day, um, Bedtime is where, when we're trying to wind down, when we're trying to relax, is to put down, put down the screen, um, yeah. and look at something, look at something different. And I, and I, and I can feel that when I do, I really do feel um, the stress levels go down, and I feel like I have an easier time sleeping, um, falling asleep. I'm not so tempted to, you know leap onto Instagram quickly yeah. or go from here to there. Yeah. Um, so that's where, where the book comes in for me. And it's also, you know, it, it, it symbolizes things. So when I'm, whether it's like Pavlov's dogs, I don't know, but, <laughs> but holding a book, holding a book just has that reaction where I'm like, okay, it's time to relax. Like you're yeah. going to spend a little time here. Yeah. Well, I was just telling, <laughs> uh, I was just talking to one of my students about it just actually a little while ago. Um, 
you know, having, when I'm having like a, a hard time, you know, falling asleep, sometimes I'll just pick up a book and it's just like automatic. I'm like, okay, my eyes are tired. Now it's time to go to bed. I tried to switch it around and start reading in the morning, but it was having that same effect. There was something just so <laughs> like, and I'm like, I can't, obviously can't read in the morning because it's definitely not getting me motivated to do anything Oh, I know, else. I know. I've tried the same thing. It's like, oh, there's like, there's nothing better than crawling back in bed with like a mug of coffee in oh, your book, but then yes. you don't want to go anywhere for the rest of the day. It's <laughs> true. I could just fall asleep again. What are some of your um, favorites right now? What are you enjoying? Well, my favorite, my favorite book from um, that I included in the spring box was um, Exit West by Mohsen Hamid. Um, and it is, it is a compact little book. I mean, I think it's probably 250 pages. Mm -hmm. And it's just an epic story in a little space. And I, and I really feel like he, he's just one of the best writers that, um, we we have now and then wow. and it's you know a love story set within um a, a refugee experience mm -hmm. as this couple leaves um their home village um and that experience of leaving and what that means personally and then uh more globally and so it's incredibly timely um which sometimes these books, I'm like, he wrote that like years ago. He's yeah. been working on it for years. How did he know? I mean, just like such a such a, a a beat on on kind of the stories that um will will help heal us and where we are right now. Um, and then um and I and I and I loved Pachinko as well as, yeah. as well as the, the futures. Um, and I one of um. One of my favorite books that I always um, talk about, there's an author, Marisha Pessel, who um, she wrote her first book was called Special Topics and Calamity Physics. And then her second book was called Night Film. And I, I just love her writing style. It's fun. I mean, when I heard the title Special Topics and Calamity Physics, I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, oh, no. I'm intrigued. Yes, but it's... Yeah, I mean, I had no idea what to expect, and it is just the most fun, inventive, like romp, um, yeah. but but smart romp. Yeah. So both of her books, I um, I think if anyone um, is looking for a good summer surprising read, that's a lot of fun. Her, a night film feels like you might as well. I mean be in a Hitchcock movie. Wow. Um, but like the best Hitchcock movie. So sold. So. Yeah. And then, and then I always, I always, um, have a very big heart for anything that Nora Ephron has written. Um, and I'm looking at, I have, I have, um, a compilation of her writings called, um, the most of Nora Ephron that I'm looking at, um, <laughs> at my book, on my bookshelf right now. But, um, I just, I, I love her writing. So those, those are my, my tops today. Those are your tops <laughs> today. They could change tomorrow. Yeah, but. they could change like this evening. You're like, well, actually no. tonight I'm going to have something different. How do you think, why do you think this is important for us to have these moments, especially in the environment we're in now? I, I think these moments, whether it's with a book, in a yoga class, on our meditation pillows, we just need moments to breathe. And I think... 
that um, I I um, found I found those moments of breath and relaxation in reading. I find them in yoga. Um, I, I um, find them in meditation, which I do. But I think I think sometimes taking kind of that that baby step of saying I can take these 30 minutes and simply be in the quiet with a book is a great first into being quiet with ourselves and I think um those those times of being quiet with ourselves have become rare um even even on social media if I'm in a room you know, by myself going through Instagram, it just doesn't feel, you know, it, it feels more fractured. Yeah. Um, so, so I think, I think, uh, reading, reading, uh, symbolizes that for me along with, um, many other things, but I, um, I, I just, just, uh, presenting another way for, for people to find, um, relief in the stress. Mm, yeah. I think. Yeah. And more connection to themselves and, and, and the core of what they are. You know, it's interesting that you're yeah. saying all that, right? It's now, I mean, time is so precious, right? Time is so precious. And for me, every year that goes by, the older I get, I feel, I feel that more and more. And, and I just, I refuse to do anything with my time that isn't going to benefit my connection to me, mm -hmm. you know, in the most deeply spiritual way, you know, like I have to be fully present if I'm going to be hanging out with my family or, or, or Tori or my little sister I, I, or my dogs. Like I want to be, I want to be fully there. I want to be fully involved in the moment. I want to spend time doing things that make me feel good, you know? So sometimes being on my computer for way too long, I can start to feel it and I have to just cut myself off or I'm engaged in a negative, uh, dial or a narrative in my mind because something didn't work out or, yes. you know, I'm like stressed out about something that I'm supposed to do and haven't done or something that I'm doing that's not working, you know, all of those things. Like I don't want to spend time giving that energy. Like I want to spend time doing the things that make me feel fulfilled, you know? So me like, being on, on social media, I mean, that's a large part of what I do, especially right now. I'm on a yoga tour with Yoga Journal oh. uh, currently. Yeah. So uh, me and my friend Brant, uh, who's also been a guest on the show, um, we're on a six-month-long 22 cities uh, uh, tour. We're spending a week in each city exploring, oh my the, gosh. Yeah, exploring the yoga culture in each city. Uh, and just talking to people that are a living and, and uh, embodiment of what yoga and the practice really is. And we're creating these really cool videos and we're documenting it all on social media and, and it's awesome. And Yoga Journal is amazing and we're so fortunate to be doing this uh, for them and, and to have this opportunity, um, mm -hmm. which, is, which is amazing. You know, a lot of my work revolves around me having my, my phone in my hand, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. and I'm constantly like taking pictures of the food that I'm, now I'm at this coffee shop and now I'm getting this ice cream and now here's where I'm going to yoga. And now here's, you know, it's just like so much of that where it's like, 
I have to be able to cut myself off a little bit and be like, okay, now enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah, That was like the point of being on the tour is to be able to have the experience and connect with different people in the different communities. And, and it's what I, what it's, I, and it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I find myself having to cut off from the disengagement because you're disengaged the minute that you're not fully present with what you're doing, right? You're disengaged. Yeah. 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 And you're kind of like living in two separate spaces. Yeah. Um, committing to either one. We, (laughs) we found that, oh my God. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, my husband and I were talking about it. Like we'd come home and, you know, be trying to do a million different things and also have our phone in our hands. And that just kind of like made us cranky and disconnected. (laughs) And it was like, okay, we have to have these certain hours. I mean, you kind of have to put those rules in place, which is so funny because I mean, you know, both, both you and I have referenced our age, but I distinctly remember a time when this wasn't even, this didn't even exist. Um, and, and, you know, I'm right there. I'm right there in it too. And, and like, and it, and you know, it, it is, it is so much of, um, your work. And in in some ways it's, it's become my work too. Um, but I, but I also find, um, like I even had the moment yesterday where I was, um, I just gotten home and like emails were coming in and like, something I missed an edit or something and like oh no and just you know like your your heart like starts beating fast mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever had had this happen but you know like what you could do or should do and as a yoga yoga teacher I, I I'm sure you know you've got the tools like oh, you have sure. the tools in your back pocket and yeah. there are times when I'm like I know the tools and I do not want to do the tools <laughs> like I am just gonna like sit here in this mood and fully exploit it <laughs> uh, yeah the answer is yes way more than I even like to admit that it's like yeah. The the thing is, I have never professed to be like a yogic master. I'm a student just like everyone else. You know, I'm definitely not perfect. Like I do what I do because I need to learn it. <laughs> like I talk yeah. about these topics because I need to learn about the topics. Like it, it's so helpful for me just as a human and as a person functioning in today's society. I need to, I need to learn these tools. I need to, to talk about them. I need to... Uh, to to teach them, I, I I want to like just continue to envelop myself in them because the more you do it, the easier it becomes. But yeah, there are several times I come home and I am like, yep, I know exactly what to do. I know I'm not supposed to react. I know exactly, I, you know, that I'm supposed to do the opposite, but I I don't feel like it. It's not gonna happen. So, yeah, it's so interesting. Look at us. We're just talking about life. That's what this I know. Is. I know. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. Is. So, you um so currently right now what what are you most excited about? What are you working on that you're most excited about? Well, we um down the road I hope to start a book club um for Quarter Lane, I'm which in. um yeah, <laughs> oh my God, I, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you. Um, yeah, as I, cause I, I really, I mean, I just, I have such a heart for this community piece and I just want to, to bring a group together. Um, whether, whether they've 
order the box, however, however they read, whatever they do. I just want to meet people and, um, bring, bring people together. (laughs) And, uh, so that will happen at some point. And then the most exciting thing happening in the near future is I'm starting, um, a box for kids. So that will, um, come to be hopefully in July. And I, um, I I have two girls who are ages seven and eight Mm -hmm. and, um, as a part of quarter lane, um, because I, love visual art and I think that really is almost my first love um having an artist create a print for every um for every season was kind of a you know an odd maybe odd but totally just me being like how can I bring art and books together here you Uh go (laughs) so so um so my, my girls knowing this, they're like, can we do the art for quarterly kids? I'm oh, like, sure. Of course you wow. Can. <laughs> that is so cool. It's a bit, that's awesome. I Thank will have you. a child just so I can get them a spring. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, yes. Yes. Let me know in your boxes. And <laughs> I love that. Um, so just, uh, do you see how fast time goes? I'm just like, wait, hold on. I want to keep talking to you about things. Uh, I'm curious just in your experience with, you know, the, the, all the mindful modalities that are out and obviously you, you're curating to that and you're, you're, uh, providing, a uh, uh, you're providing something for the world of, of people out there that want to have those moments and be mindful about their time and do something, uh, that that fe- that makes them feel good, like reading books and novels and, and having a, a, a beautiful gift for themselves. I'm curious for you, how do you how do you find what what sort of tools do you use to get back into a, a space of mindfulness when you're feeling uh, out of sorts? I love this question so much because I I think about it a lot. And sometimes, like I was saying earlier, I can really be stubborn (laughs) and, 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 and and like, like, no, I'm not going to get out of this mood. I'm going to fully like run with it. Um, which is usually a big mistake (laughs) because I'm, yeah. Um, so I, you know, when you were describing, um, your yoga path, I feel, mm-hmm. I feel such a kinship because I, um, a few years ago, I got my um, teacher certification um, in Kundalini yoga. Oh yay! yeah! Because I just like I'd taken a few classes and I was like, there's so much information to learn. There's so much wisdom. Like I was like, I have to become a teacher so yeah. I know all of this and can use it. And um, I really, I really loved it. But I. And um, as an introvert, I'm a forever student, um, just like you said, Mm -hmm. and as um, I think of myself as pretty introverted, so I am not a natural teacher. Um, Love to participate, but usually uh, like to spend my time more in the back of the room (laughs) listening, (laughs) listening to those, those who teach really well, Mm. um, like you. And I, um, so so I do um, try to stick to some sort of uh, meditation practice. Mm-hmm. And I also found this aspect of my personality where 
if I hear that something's like a good idea, I'll get a little rigid about it. So I'll be like, okay, I need to meditate for 20 minutes. I realized that that wasn't good for me. And so I'm like, I need to meditate sometimes whenever I find time and <laughs> let myself mm -hmm. off the hook yeah. of being st stringent about yeah. um, my own well-being. Like mm -hmm. I, and, and I think that's also where, where discovering that, um, you know, I kind of, I, I think I, I think I came out of this from um, my, my um, yoga experience, which I love and I turn to all the time. And I found that with my personality, when I would get strict about what I should do, whether it was wake up at 4.30 in the morning, which I realized was not going to happen <laughs> and keep me and, and make me sane and pleasant to those around me, I really had to um, let myself off the hook and, and say, you know what, little right steps and little right actions and recognizing moments when they present themselves. So if I meditate, that's great. And I feel much better and grounded throughout the day if I don't do it and I find 10 minutes or five minutes to read in my car if I've um, gotten somewhere a little early it has it doesn't have as you know deep of an effect but it has a similar effect where I can reset myself or um you know, in our, in, in our teacher training, we'd have these meditations where we'd have to stick our arms out for like a half an hour and like pretty like interesting stuff like happens when you're holding your arms out for a half an hour. Um, but I also found meditation in going for a run or, um, going for a walk. So I think, I think one of the things that I, would love to share as we're as we're in a time where people are waking up to consciousness want to bring higher vibrations to the world want to mm -hmm. feel that I mean just bring that positive energy there are so many ways to um recalibrate and get there yeah. um yeah so so I think and so that's 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 how how I got there by letting myself off the hook and being uh, like five minutes with a kick. Wow. Good. <laughs> no, that's so good. I'm literally just like sitting here like gazing out to the beautiful sun and I'm like all dreamy eyed. I'm like, that sounds so amazing. I'm oh, like, teach me your so ways. Good. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> no, so um, okay, so just a, a couple more questions before uh before I let you go. And I am so grateful to have connected with you. And I, I know that this is going to be the first of many because I just, I just know it is. Um, I'm curious if there's any words of wisdom that you live by. Um, you know, one that I have been thinking about a lot. I have, I have two that have really felt central to my life right now, um, presently, mm -hmm. which is, um, worry is a prayer for chaos because I, I can, you know, worry and spin and future project and all of that. And that, 
And um, that is just a waste of time. <laughs> mm. And and it is something that I do and will continue to do. Um, but but I also like to have that reminder of what what sort of energy I'm bringing in. And so then maybe I can take a few deep breaths and be like, okay, whatever, whatever I'm projecting is going to happen. Who knows? Yeah. Like, who knows? And I am really not that good of a fortune teller or psychic anyway. So I have <laughs> no idea. Um, but so I, I do think of that. And then um, one um, um, Gabby Bernstein in one of her talks, and I think in her book said, a while ago, I measure my success by how much fun I'm having. Um, and I've really tried to adopt that and chase joy in a way these past few months because I can get a little serious and, you know, just take everything very seriously. And life flows better when I'm, when I'm recognizing the joy. So I've been trying to just, you know, Remember that um, and know that work doesn't necessarily have to get done, you know, after a certain point at night, like I can just shut it down and that's okay. And it'll happen in the morning and the world will keep on turning um, and, and it's fine. So, so I think, yeah, having, having um, downtime and recognizing the fun and finding fun and joy uh, is something that I'm really uh, dialing into now and, <laughs> I love that. and learn. Yeah. And it's a, such a great lesson to learn and also a great lesson to teach. Like you're saying, you're not a teacher and you could have fooled me this whole time. Um, <laughs> so I created Radically Loved as a forum for people to come to, to feel supported, like-minded, to have a community, to learn about all the different topics. Uh, uh, modalities, yoga, meditation, self-development, uh, or just need some inspiration. And yeah. so, right, the idea is that we are all uh, supported and loved by Source, God, uh, the Force from Star Wars, whatever it is that you believe in, uh, a higher power of your understanding. Um, so the, the question uh, to you is, how do you feel radically loved and what do you radically love? I, I love that. And I, and, um, on a little side note, I love your message so much. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I just, I just love what you're bringing. And even on, even on like the Skype homepage, I think, I think you have something that says like, I'm feeling radically loved right now. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, just reading that makes me feel radically loved right now. Like it's so, it's so good. Um, it's just, it's so important. And I imagine like you just, if people are around you, you just like naturally like lift them up. It's amazing. Oh, so, um, um, back to your questions. I, <laughs> I would say I feel, um, I feel radical, like that I'm giving radical love or that I radically love my, my family, my kids and my husband. Um, um, absolutely. And then, um, also, and then, um, I also radically love, uh, being outside nature, um, feeling that, that connection. Yeah. 
I I lived in cities for so many years that now that we're we're kind of in the country, I I, I relish that. Yeah. Um, and then I love going to cities even still. And then um, I feel I feel most kind of the same answer. I feel radically loved by my husband and children. Um, and but but it's interesting because I have to. Uh, they show me love all the time, and and in order for me to feel it, I have to be open to it. I don't know if you've ever felt that, but yeah, like no, if you've I been in a certain mood where you feel closed off, yes. and no one, no one's love can get in. Yeah. So, so I think I think keeping um, our our hearts open, <laughs> yeah. um, really, or my heart open, helps with that immensely, and then I can feel it. And I think I think opening my heart, you know, I'm feeling source love, mm-hmm. force love, divine mm-hmm. love, God love through, through these people when my heart's open and through nature and the earth and the ground and the grass when my heart's open. Mm. So, because when we're closed off and when I'm closed off and cranky, nothing is getting in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, nothing, not the good or the bad. It's just nothing gets in. And I think that that's almost worse, right? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Elizabeth Lane, you are amazing. I can't even, <laughs> like, I, I can't, I'm so grateful for you and what you're doing and the service that you're providing and the intention and the knowledge and the wisdom that you're gifting uh, in what you're doing is priceless. And I, I really feel that it's something so, uh, so needed right now. And, um, I think that it's so much more than just a beautifully curated curated box of uh, well-selected books. I think a lot of your heart is in there. And and I think that people, when when they get them, they feel that and they know that. And I think that it's a bigger message than than we even understand. And I'm I'm so grateful that you're doing it. So thank you. Thank you so much, Rosie. I, um, I, I do hope people feel my heart when they open yeah. the box and, and I just, I can't thank you enough. I, 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 I support you as well. I think you're just putting such beautiful, important work. Oh. And as I as I said, you have my dream job. I, mean, <laughs> I know we can oh, switch. The, we the can conversations switch. are um, amazing. I know, I know. I love, I love my job and I love to do this. So for the people yeah. listening, where can they go? Uh, where can they get more information and where can they be in contact with you? Oh, I would love that. Um, our, our website is, uh, quarterlanebooks.com. Um, all one word, um, quarter because we're quarterly and lane's mm-hmm. my last name <laughs> mm-hmm. and then um i'm on instagram most mostly um under at quarter lane and i would love to hear from anyone i email back all the time um if anyone wants to join the book club or whatever we'll get that rolling mm-hmm. but um it is it's been a pleasure yeah so great so and we'll put all of those links on the show notes so for everyone listening you can uh click on either the podcast that you're listening to the show notes will be there you can click the link so you can go directly to them and 
follow Elizabeth and Quarterlane and please do all the things. She's amazing. You're missing out if you're not. So um, thank you so much for being on the show, Elizabeth. I can't wait to get to know you more and to continue to stay in contact with you and be in the book club. Oh, I would love that. Thank you, Rosie. (laughs) Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening. Bye.